Psalm 55 for the chief musician on stringed instruments, a contemplation of David. Listen to my prayer, God. Don't hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and answer me. I'm restless in my complaint and I moan because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they bring suffering onto me and in anger they hold a grudge. My heart is severely in pain. The terrors of death have fallen on me. Fearfulness and trembling are on me and horror has overwhelmed me. I said, I wish I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and be at rest. Behold, I would wander far off and I would lodge in the wilderness. Sailor. I would hurry to a shelter from the stormy wind. Confuse them, Lord, confound their language, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they prowl around on the walls. Malice and abuse are in her. Destructive forces are within her. Threats and lies don't depart from her streets. For it was not an enemy who insulted me. I could have endured that. Neither was it he who hated me and raised himself up against me. I would have hidden myself from him. But it was you, a man like me, my companion, my friend. We took sweet fellowship together. We walked in God's house with company. Let death come suddenly on them. Let them go down alive to Sheol, for wickedness is among them in their dwelling. As for me, I will call on God. Yahweh, save me. Evening, morning and noon, I cry out in distress and he hears my voice. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. Although there are many who oppose me, God is enthroned forever. He will hear and answer them. Selah. They don't change. They don't fear God. He raises his hand against his friends. He has violated his covenant. His mouth was as smooth as butter, but his heart was at war. His words were softer than oil, but they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on Yahweh, and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be moved, but you, God, will bring them down into destruction. Bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out their days, but I trust in you. So this is a psalm, it would seem, about David's friend Ahithophel. We read about Ahithophel when we were going through 2 Samuel, and it's around about chapter 17, I think, in 2 Samuel. Ahithophel was a friend of David's and a very close confidant confidant, someone that David trusted and he gave the best advice. You think about the most savvy, political, sharp mind, someone that understood every situation, they understood why people did things, what they were thinking and what's the best way to respond. You know, a lot of um, politicians have people like this that they talk to for advice, but um, very rarely do you get someone that's just so on top of it. Well, Ahithophel was like that but he was David's friend. So he's someone that they shared, you know, personal information with. And it says here that they would share meals together. Verse 14 says, we took sweet fellowship. We walked together in God's house. You know, they, they would go down to the tabernacle and sing together. And um, he says, you know, if, if it was an enemy, I could have handled this betrayal. If it was, uh, you know, someone who hated me, you know, I could have just run away. But no, it was you, my friend. 
So this psalm is all about someone that David loved and trusted who betrayed him. Completely unexpected. That's Ahithophel. So Ahithophel ended up jumping ship and joining Absalom's side. When, when Absalom, David's son, decided he was going to take over and try to become the king, David had to flee for his life. Ahithophel was the one giving Absalom advice. So here's the most savvy political mind, you know, who knows what to do, telling Absalom what to do. That whole story is so interesting. It's not our subject for now. Go back to the Samuel videos. But right now we've got a psalm about betrayal. And it says in verse 3, in anger they hold a grudge. And, um, well, Absalom definitely held a grudge, his son. He had a, held a grudge because he didn't think the family situation should have happened. All of that's um, covered in the Samuel videos too. Ahithophel may have held a grudge too because of the same situation. Ahithophel's granddaughter, believe it or not, is Bathsheba, the one that David committed sin with and then murdered her husband. That whole situation we talked about just a few videos ago in Psalm 51, Ahithophel is the grandfather of Bathsheba, so it's a complicated situation. And David's saying here, in anger, they held a grudge. Sometimes people do struggle to let go. And clearly, Absalom and Ahithophel did. The situation is so bad, David says in verse 6, I, I wish that I had wings like a dove and I could just fly away. <laughs> We've all felt like that at times. Um, have you ever wanted to just... In the words of one of the Bible commentators I was listening to, he said, I just want to hop in a Winnebago and go far away. <laughs> well, it'd be nice to have a Winnebago. But, um, you know, in, in the words of David, oh, that I was a dove and I could just fly off. And it's true. Sometimes we just want to escape out of our situation because it's nasty and yet he couldn't. Jesus Christ is an example just like this. This, in fact, this psalm's kind of like a foreshadowing of what happens to Jesus because Jesus is betrayed by a dear, dear friend and then because of the betrayal, they're out to get him. So Jesus eats at the same table as Judas, you know, his sweet friend with whom he shared fellowship and they used to walk down to the house of the Lord, the temple, together, just like David did with Ahithophel. And Judas betrays the Lord and the Roman army's coming to get him and Jesus says, very similar to what David says, David says, oh, that I had wings of a dove to get out of here. Jesus says, um, Lord, you know, if, it, if it's possible, you know, take this cup from me. In other words, Lord, do I really have to go through with this? God, I don't want to. Can I, you know, is it possible I could fly away? <laughs> but no, he has to go through with it. David has to go through the pain and suffering. He doesn't get killed. He survives. Jesus has to go through the pain and the suffering. He dies, but then he comes back alive. It's this, what happened to David is a kind of a foreshadowing of what happens to Christ. And um, on a practical level, you know, often in our lives we want to escape as well. There are situations we don't like, and there are people who do run away sometimes. Sometimes things happen in church. Sometimes a pastor has to bring up a situation, and people say, "Oh, I don't like this church," and they leave, but they take their problem with them. Sometimes in, in marriage, people think that, you know, divorce is the solution. They think if I, they just get divorced, they'll be happier. But they find that they're still the same person, that now they've got two problems. They're still who they were, but now they're, now they're divorced. Now there's other problems that come along with that. Then they want to get married again so that they can get happiness back. But now they've got the original problems, but they're amplified. And then they've got the complications of the divorce on top. 
it gets worse and worse and harder and harder. And running away never seems to help. But going through it, and you think of King David, he went through the difficulties, and that's one of the reasons why he is who he is. David is often said to be the greatest of all the kings, but when we look at the lives of all the kings, None of them had all these formative experiences like David did of, of having to run away and you know, having to hide and, and you know, being pursued through the desert by Saul, but being faithful and doing the right thing and being a man of prayer and, and refusing to do what's wrong. All of these difficulties that David, he had to flee from. Now, he wanted to fly, run away like a dove, but he, he did actually run away. He had to flee. But it wasn't like a dove where he'd just completely be out of there. They were pursuing him. And um, he says about his friend Ahithophel in verse 21, he says, his mouth is as smooth as butter, but his heart was at war. He says these things, but behind them all is a horrible, horrible thing trying to get you. But he says in verse 23, God will bring them down to the pit of destruction Bloodthirsty, deceitful men will not live out their days, but Lord, I trust in you. And Ahithophel did not actually live out his days. He died just shortly after this whole story, a few days later, in fact. You can go and read that in the Second Samuel. And uh, David finishes by saying to the Lord, I will trust in you. My encouragement to you would be not to try to run away from your problems, but to take that final statements of David's and say, Lord, I'm going to trust in you. And by going through what you have to go through, you'll become a better person. In fact, you'll experience the resurrection, you'll experience Christ's resurrection power at work in you. Because when you're weak, he will be strong. Lord, I thank you for Psalm 55. And um, Lord, I pray you'd help us if any of us go through betrayal. But Lord, more than that, help us not to be people that want to escape. Help us to be people that are willing to face the issues that come along and go through them with the grace of God. Lord, strengthen your people, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.